Well, happy Election Day, everybody. I hope you, if you haven't already, you will vote today. One of our privileges as Americans is the freedom to vote, so be sure and cast your ballot today. In our Bible reading plan, we are starting the Gospel of Mark, which is, by the way, my favorite of the four Gospels. Mark chapter 1. And uh, what I wrote in my journal as kind of a, a heading for what stood out to me in this chapter is caring about people and their needs, caring without being overwhelmed. In Mark chapter 1, Jesus healed a lot of people. Uh, you remember he's in the synagogue there in Capernaum and he heals in verse 23 a man who's possessed by a demon. And then after the service in the synagogue, he goes to Peter to the house of Peter's mother-in-law. Uh, so Peter was married, by the way. You have to be to have a mother-in-law. And in verse 29, she is sick with a fever, and Jesus heals her, and then she fixes a, a meal for them in gratitude. Um, that evening there in Capernaum, in verses 32 and following, I mean, crowds were pressing in on the house, and it says they were bringing to him everybody who was sick and demon-possessed, and he was healing many of them up until late uh, that evening. Uh, down in chapter 1, verse uh, 39, uh, he, as he as he moved to other towns and villages throughout Galilee and would stop in their synagogues teaching, he was also, it says, casting out demons. And in verse 40, along the way, he meets this leper who falls down in front of Jesus and asks him to cleanse him, to heal him, and Jesus cleanses or heals the leper. So this one chapter illustrates time and time again how often Jesus performed miracles, healing people, casting out demons. But his mission, what drove him, was sharing or proclaiming the gospel. Look with me in chapter 1 at verses 14 and 15. It says, now after John, this is John the Baptist, had been taken into custody, Jesus came into Galilee preaching the gospel of God. And saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. Down in um, verse 17, when he asks and invites Peter and Andrew, or his brother, to follow him, he says, follow me and I will make you to become fishers of men. In verse 21, we're told that uh, he went into Capernaum and immediately on the Sabbath, which would have been a Saturday, he entered the synagogue and began to teach. And uh, verse 28, or 38, rather, after that evening when the crowd's there and he heals a lot of people, he gets up very early the next morning, goes out to a lonely, secluded place to pray, and then the disciples search for him. They eventually find him and say, hey, everybody's looking for you. The crowd has shown up again. But rather than going back and dealing with that same crowd, in verse 38, Jesus said to his disciples, let us go somewhere else to the towns nearby. Why? So that I may preach there also, for that is what I came for. And then in verse 39, he went into their synagogues throughout all of Galilee. So he's going through all these other places, preaching, preaching. Now, Jesus was a man of compassion beyond anything you and I can comprehend. But what and, and out of that compassion, he healed many people who were demon possessed, many people who were sick, many people who were hurting. But he was driven, his purpose, his mission was to proclaim the gospel. 
His priority was the gospel, not physical healing. And so what we see in chapter 1 is that he went places not to heal. He went places to preach the gospel, to teach the gospel, to share the gospel. As he was going places to share the gospel, he encountered people with physical needs. And out of his compassion, he would heal many of them. So it's not an either or. It's the it's the understanding that what Jesus was doing, his, his mission was to go places to share the gospel. But as he went and he met people, the compassion that drove him to share the gospel with, with them also drove him to heal them. And I think that's a model for us. And, and it's a way, because, because if you're not careful, the needs are so immense that, that you can become overwhelmed with a sense of, I can't, I can't do anything. I can't, I can't fix all that. I, and it can, it can absolutely devastate you. The needs are so immense. So how do, you, how do you not become overwhelmed by all the needs? You keep your focus on the gospel and the eternal impact of that. But as you encounter people, you do what you can to heal them. But your mission is the gospel. Your compassion causes you to share the gospel. Your compassion also compels you to care for people you encounter along the way. That's how Jesus did it. I think that's a good model for us. So share the gospel, go places, be intentional, and as you're doing that, God will bring into your life people you can help, people you can care for, people you can be used as an instrument of healing. That's the model. Let's do it that way. Let's share the gospel, and then let's care for and serve those we encounter along the way. That's the message that spoke to my heart in Mark chapter 1. I look forward to being with you tomorrow as we look at chapter 2. And just again, a reminder, if you haven't voted yet, do so today on election day. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow.